My name's Billy, and I've got hand and foot inside of mouth disease. Welcome to the minefield MF22. He don't. He never. He never went out. He, he always went like secret spots. He never mingled with nobody. He never wanted no new friends. But also for what he did outside. If you missed last episode, I do want to apologize. I was really out of line with some of the stuff that I said. I went on one of my famous rants. I was ranting, and I I was going on and on and on, and I got a, a little bit too exaggerated, and it's not the kind of content that I want to be known for. Uh, so again, I apologize, and for those who didn't hear it, you, you're going like, what the heck is he talking about? Well, I went on this terrible, awful rant. I'm going to play it. I realize this is just going to stir it back up again, but it makes no sense, the apology, without hearing the uh, this say women didn't bring value i just said if you're not making money and if you're not looking your best making muscles and if you've got no game it's kind of hard to implement but, your, but your I, laws I, if you don't got it going on bro. i don't endorse being a loser i yeah. tell you yeah. you better be working your ass off you, yeah. you have to have a lifestyle change the reason why most guys don't have dating success don't have any success in general is because their lifestyle is not conducive to the success so you must change who you are to get the life that you want yeah. money muscles game frame that cannot do any man wrong on this planet period what was i thinking what was i thinking i'm sorry about that and um again i apologize let's move on to some better and bigger things let's do some bigfoot debunking but uh, like my uncle said, you can't debunk it until you hunt it. And if you hunt it, you better find something. Because if not, you ain't been Bigfoot hunting. And you can't start debunking till you're done hunting. It went on for a... It was, a, it was not concise. But yes, we were fruitless in Connecticut. Last week, I went Bigfoot hunting in the salt marshes of Connecticut. It was fruitless. I wish, uh, I wish we had better news but we just didn't find anything i've got clips from that later and this week i'm back on the road again to greenville michigan near grand rapids to review some local restaurants pizza place check out the dispensaries and you got it go bigfoot hunting that trip to Michigan is brought to you by Frank's Liquor Store in Guilford, Connecticut, right there on the green. We're paying it forward. We got sponsorship for the first trip, and then while we were on the first trip, we grabbed some sponsorship for the second trip to Michigan. Now, we stayed in a little seaside apartment, me and the crew, Kwame, our intern, Rich, legal guy, and a couple of the kids from the Bigfoot UFO hunting class that I teach um, you know, from time to time. My Zoom folks um, in real life. My Zoom folks in real life. I also teach a UFO debunking course. And I'm going to start with a, Uf, uh, a UFO Bigfoot debunking sort of combo class next year. But I need to get the... Uh, I got Honestly, i got to get like course materials together. And I need a bunch of pens. Because I have a bunch of paper that I... Some of it has like, like some printing on one side. I got out when I was in Connecticut. I got out there and I hit the streets. I spoke to people. Of course, I was lucky enough to gather a good amount of, you know, Bigfoot enthusiasts, good group of folks for a Bigfoot hunt. And I went to kick things off. I said, we're going to do this big Bigfoot hunt in the salt marshes. And we're going to kick things off with the picnic and like celebration. 
Here, here, here's the, the, this is the big. This is Will from the Minefield MF22. We are here in Guilford, Connecticut for the big, big, no pun intended, Bigfoot celebration. And uh, it's a debunking event, and we are hunting. So let's look at my notes from the Bigfoot hunt. In town, early on, the, early on in the trip, I had heard more than one person mention a cryptid salt marsh yeti or something like that was it like a local bigfoot and if so where's the best place to find it where's the best place to see it hear it or even just see some tracks and let me tell you something if we think we can see it we think we can debunk it okay so i sat up with the team uh, for days hiking Stalking, slithering, crawling through the salt marsh, looking for what we dubbed the Great Salt Foot. People signed up. These folks came out. We had the concert to kick it off. It was this, and, and they came out to the hike, you know, and then what we had after that was unrelenting, just creeping through tall grass with your face in the earth, you know, in the earth, smelling for Bigfoot dung, looking for Bigfoot dung on your hands and knees in the salt marshes. And that's, that kind of dedication is just impressive to be around. It's inspiring. And, um, but it was tough. It was really, really tough. Here's uh Here's a voice recorder. Here's from the day. Here's a little uh, one of the day's entries from a voice recorded uh, diary that I took, a little voice diary that I took along with me on the trip. It was wild. Here's here's a here's one day's worth. I packed a meal for the longer hunt, eight to nine hours at the least, camping on Jacob's Beach. Sleeping in the marsh, listening, smelling the ground for Bigfoot dung, smelling the air for Bigfoot dung, or the smell of a Bigfoot. I find my meal, a warm, smashed lobster roll. It was in my sock, but no luck finding any trace of the salt marsh Bigfoot, the one we dubbed Saltfoot. I put one lobster roll in my right sock and I put a chili dog in my left pocket, both in styrofoam boxes. I did that before I left the house that final time, before we crawled into the salt marsh. And still, no sign of the salt marsh yeti. People still report hearing screams at night. People still report seeing footprints. People still report the smell of Bigfoot dung. None of it, though, happened when we were there, in Branford, Connecticut, in the salt marshes. No sign of the Yeti, still. How much does he know, really? Does he know more than we think he does? Did someone tip him off, one of our listeners? Is Saltfoot a listener? Does Saltfoot listen to the minefield? Is, I guess, what I'm saying. And the tape just. Mis- 
mysteriously ends there. Isn't that creepy? I mean, it's it's wild and eerie, and yet nothing happens. So, it was the UFO sightings, the Bigfoot vocalizations of the New York-Connecticut line that brought me to Connecticut in the first place. So, why am I going to Greenville, Michigan? Well, uh, that's all because of a really interesting happenstance. On March 8th, 1994, a flood of calls to 911, hundreds of witnesses up and down Lake Michigan who saw UFOs in their uh, in their backyard, basically. Four large lights, most people described. They looked like full moons. Four large lights gone in the blink of an eye. Hundreds of calls pouring in. Daryl and Holly Graves and their son Joey told the Detroit Free Press in 90, 1994 that they witnessed the lights in the sky over Holland, Michigan, about 9.30 that night. Quote, I saw six lights out the window above the barn across the street. Said Joey, I got up and went to the sofa and looked at the sky. They were red and white and moving. Hundreds of other people gave similar accounts. Radar guys out of the NWS office, the National Weather Service office in Muskegon County remembers and even recorded unknown echoes on his radar at the same time that those calls were coming in that same night, March 8th, 1994. It's fascinating. There's a UFO angle. There's a Bigfoot angle because Michigan is riddled with UFO with <laughs> Michigan is riddled with Bigfoot sightings. The deep woods of Michigan. Don't forget, the minefield is also a UFO podcast. So here's some UFO stuff. South Branch. The Upper Peninsula Bigfoot Sasquatch Research Organization reported a sighting and a turned in a photograph of a furry creature in the Upper Peninsula, which people thought might be Bigfoot. So this is all coming together just nice for me. And I've got the sponsorship from Frank's Liquor Store in Guilford, Connecticut. So we're headed off to Grand Rapids in the morning in the next couple hours. I'll report back with what we found because I have a feeling this time we're going to get some hunting in and we're going to get some debunking in. Greenville, Michigan. You're now leaving the minefield. Minefield.